Welcome to the Enya Mom. I am your host, Kendra Green, and you are listening to episode number 13. This is the place where motherhood and the Enneagram collide. Today's show is called School Haze Part 2, where we are continuing the conversation from last week. If you feel like you are struggling to support your child with their daily school routine and doing homework, whether you're schooling at home or you're at school, you're in the right place. My hope for this short and sweet episode is that it would be fun, informative, and encouraging. Today is the second part of a very practical series. If you missed last week, be sure to go to listen to that as well. I hope you have a pen and paper out because this is good stuff. I am learning right along with you. So let's listen in. Hey friends, I'm so glad that you are here. Let's talk. I don't know about you and your family, but at this time of year, my family starts to get a little lax in their daily routines. I know, I know, I talked about it last week and said that we were going to make a change, but we are still struggling this week. Going to bed without having things together by the door, clothes not being laid out, and then our mornings seem to be a bit rushed and the kids seem to be in a stupor, like little zombies walking around in a haze, mindlessly trying to remember where they put their shoes. It is beyond me how shoes get so separated. Do you ever just find one shoe and then can't find the other one? It's so frustrating. Shoes are just a a whole mystery all in themselves. Maybe you don't have kids, but you find yourself caught up in the same fog trying to find one shoe. (laughs) Never mind this year has contributed to our fatigue, whether it's pandemic fatigue, Zoom fatigue, schooling from home fatigue, fatigued from financial stress, and having to make decisions that we've never made before. It's hard. I think collectively we are all tired as a nation. Can I get an amen? Well, let's decide right now to give ourselves and our kids and our families a little bit of grace. We need it, right? And the great news that I want to give to you right now is that God graciously and freely lavishes grace on us. Hallelujah. We don't have to earn it. We don't have to do anything to get it. He already gives us grace. Did you know that when considering a child's behavior due to acting out or maybe constantly not listening, the first thing a counselor may ask you is, has there been a change at home? Well, I think it's safe to say that about 90% of us have experienced some sort of major change over this last year. Like I mentioned on the last episode, routines can provide you with a comforting rhythm when there is chaos around you. And our country is in chaos. Our schools are in chaos, trying to find new ways of doing things, trying to set what so many people are calling a new normal, which I hate. I hate that phrase. (laughs) But what sort of things do you need to incorporate into your kid's routine to lessen the effect that the chaos is having on them? Their Enneagram type can give you an indication of just that. And I'm going to continue to go through the types. I covered um, types 1 through 4 last week. So now I will go through types 1 and 5, 1 through 5, and talk about how you can get each type to get going in the morning and how to support them with their homework or study habits. And just remember a quick disclaimer about typing your kids. Be careful to not tell them what you think they are. It's important for you to see what they present as and then parent accordingly because they might present a one way because they know they're going to get a positive reaction out of that behavior. 
when really they might be a whole nother Enneagram type altogether. And you want them to make that journey and discovery on their own when they get older or else they might remember, oh, well, mom said I'm this type, so I must be that. And that can cause a lot of confusion. So just use it as a tool. Don't use it to define them, okay? You know, um, like I told you last week that we were going to change up our own routines. I had every intention of sitting down with the kids and Jared, my husband, and talking through some new habits and things that would make our home more peaceful and also help them to feel a bit more together in their schooling. But, you know, we had all the Halloween shenanigans, and then we had a few other events this past weekend, and before we knew it, it was Monday. And then we got thrown into the whole throes of the week's activities. So guess what happened? My type 4 child didn't do her homework one night. She forgot Or rather, she didn't prioritize it. And she watched TV when she got home. And then when we and then we went ahead to watch our oldest daughter cheer. We got home really late. Well, the next morning, she's gathering her things together for school. Um, They were spread across the house. The backpack was um, in one spot. Uh, Binder was in another spot. So things were not where they were supposed to be. First problem. And then she realizes she didn't do her homework meltdown. Well, almost. I was able to talk her through it calmly and bless her heart. Her little hands were shaking because she was so worried about trying to finish it. And of course, it was in math, which is her weakest subject. So um, I may or may have not helped her too much, but (laughs) I just didn't want to have a huge meltdown and it caused everyone to be late and then she would cry about it. I just didn't want that. So I, I helped her. However, we got through it. It could have been a major major issue, um, but we will definitely be making some changes so that doesn't happen again. Um, I'm going to, we're going to write out our routines. We're going to post it in a different spot. We have it right now in the kitchen, but sometimes um, they don't make it to the kitchen by the time they need everything done. So I'm going to find a new place to post our routines, okay? I might post it on Instagram and show you an example of it or something, but we got to make a change. So let's get into it and talk about the different types starting with the type 5. So the type 5 child is known as the observer style. Now this child will usually always get to school on time because they would never want to risk being stared at as they walk in late. Some of them will do almost anything to stay unobserved. The thing that can trip up a 5 the most with their study habits is change. 5 wants to know that they are prepared for what's coming and they worry that their teachers might make impossible demands. Try helping them adapt to changes by walking them leisurely through the school, especially if it's a new school year, and possibly introducing them to their teacher or principal and a few other classmates. Um, Thankfully, most schools have this in place where they have meet the teacher before the school year begins. I don't know about your school, but my kids were able to, um, at least elementary, was able to drive up and have a meet the teacher drive up, which was really nice. Um, Because I feel like the older the kids get, the less they really care about knowing everything. But elementary can be hard um, because they're still, you know, trying to figure things out. Still a little unsure when it comes to um, knowing who their teacher is. So things like that, especially for younger ones, um, can help. If there's a way you can do that for the older kids, if that seems to be a hang-up for them, um, you might call their school, you know, think next year before the school year begins to be able to do that. The teenagers may hold back from school because they feel socially awkward and don't like competing or aren't getting, um, aren't getting to learn what they want to learn. 
and some need to learn how not to study so much, and they will profit from becoming involved in outside activities. So think of your child, you know, maybe they really like building robots or working with their hands um, in a way that uses all the stuff that they've learned that maybe they don't get to learn at school. So maybe find an outside school um, way for them to get involved and use their brain and, and have a good time learning. What may be hard for your five child is that they may not be readily welcomed into social circles like other kids. They may not fit the ideals of other well-dressed charmers or the, the young athlete, and they tend to talk about scientific things that nobody could understand or can't understand, and that's okay. However, remind your child that their interests are important. Take Bill Gates, for example. He's the founder of Microsoft who is also a five, and he has definitely made it in this world. He's an entrepreneur and technical genius. And guess what? He rides the bus to work and does not impose a dress code on his employees. So observer-style children have strong consciences and want to do things according to their own principles. They don't like it um, when others try to to caretake or intrude on their business. So they have a built-in difficulty with overly helping mothers and fathers and teachers. If you are a two, try meeting your five child with whimsical humor or at your four arrow. Um, therefore, therefore, if they have a strong six wing, they may live more in their heads and their humor might be sarcastic and the differences between you may be more difficult to surmount. Whatever, you're, whatever you've tried, I need to, uh, you need to remind them, If you need to remind them to study, be brief and objective. Excuse me, I'm a little tongue-tied this morning. So, basically to say, they don't want you to over-intrude. If you need to correct them about their schooling, be brief and objective. Type 6. This is the questioner-style child. What might hang them up in the morning when trying to get out of the house is that they want to do the right things in order to feel secure. They might feel a little anxious when they didn't get everything done that they normally do in the morning. Choosing what to wear or worrying that the mayonnaise on their lunch will spoil can make mornings a time of insecurity. Have them set their clothes out the night before and make a peanut butter sandwich instead of using mayonnaise. That's such a simple little tip, okay? When they're young, don't place too much of the responsibility for getting to school to time on them. They might need a little bit of help, so shoulder that weight for them. When it comes to studying, questioner-style children usually love learning. They want to do well in school, and they try to place, um, please the teacher, who to them is a protective authority. If they have a strong seven-wing, expect their work to be correct. Don't be, expect their work to be correct the first time around, and um, because they may not have the patience for the groundwork, like planning, research, and doing rough drafts. The stress and anxiety of all children may be calmed by teaching them to do their homework right after school and start projects the day the assignment is given. You may need to limit or put away the television and computer for this child and offer other activities. So simple and easy to understand, right? I think that's good for all kids to understand that if you get to your homework right away, you don't have to worry about it later. I try to get all my kids to do this, but they all say, I want to take a break. And I'm like, if you just did your homework quickly, like, just do it fast. Maybe not fast, but just do it. Take 20 minutes to do it. Set a timer. Do your homework for 20 minutes while you're eating a snack. That's a good tip there. 
homework with a snack, and then you can go play, and then you can watch TV or whatever it is they want to do to relax. Okay, for the type 7 adventure-style child, they may not have too much trouble with getting to school late or starting late. However, they may get into trouble lingering in the hallway and talking to friends instead of getting to class. Type 7 children can be great in school. However, their behavior may be a problem as they have a hard time paying attention if they are not interested. Surprise, surprise. This is my husband, guys. <laughs> Studying and doing homework could be an issue for the adventure-style child, so it's important for them to have teachers that keep things interesting and moving um, and teachers that give individualized attention. I will tell you, my youngest, Lainey, she literally lives in a fantasy world. Um, she, sorry, she's my youngest daughter, not my youngest child. But she, I believe, presents as a type 7. Um, she gets great reviews from school, but uh, the two things that I'm always told is that she has a problem with not interrupting her friends whenever they're doing like a group um, discussion. And then she also has trouble paying attention. So I'm like, oh, and I'm so grateful that her teacher is so patient. So when you have a child like this, if you need to make a teacher change because maybe um, the teacher is not as patient as you need them to be, then don't be afraid to do that because your child is going to enjoy school more if they have a teacher that is able to meet their needs a little better, especially for this type child because you want them to stay interested. And if the teacher um, isn't willing to keep things interesting or give a little more individualized attention, that can be really hard. Adventure style kids do best when they can pick and choose from a rich learning environment. While this doesn't apply to all seven children, when you have a child with a short attention span, they tend to rush through one assignment to get on with the next, avoiding details. <laughs> Doing homework in two sittings would probably be more productive than trying to complete it all in one. That can get really overwhelming for them, and they will feel like they are trapped and not allowed to have any fun. Some learn better by studying with a friend. Adventure-style children have to become more serious and willing to buckle down in maturity. Their wings and arrows can influence their personality considerably. The eight wing contributes to the, to the decisiveness and strength, and the six wing is more concerned about their future. Their one arrow contributes to the productivity and self-discipline, and their five arrow, the ability to stay with one thing. While consistency is very important in general with kids, adventure styles need considerable flexibility from their parents and teachers along with support. That support is so important. Make sure they know that you are supporting them. Okay, now on to the type 8, asserter-style child. Let's talk about early mornings and getting started for them. Unlike some children who are a little bit righteous about getting up early, assertive-style children are more likely to be grumpy in the mornings. If they get angry with you, try to keep your equilibrium and not react. So keep your cool, Mom. I know it's hard, but just take a deep breath. Make Maybe a tip for you is to set your coffee timer to where it um, makes your coffee before your children wake up and set your alarm to where you wake up maybe 15 minutes before your kids. That way you can open your eyes, take a deep breath, and take a sip of your coffee before you hear any child voices. That's just a, like I have a child that is an eight. I think Landon might be one, and it helps me respond better if I can go get a sip of coffee and just 
be able to breathe before I have to um, challenge him. (laughs) I say that because he's a challenger. He is an asserter style child and he is a challenge the moment he wakes up. And I have learned with him that I have to um, assert right back. You know, it's okay to have a lion type child, but you can't parent them like a lamb. You have to parent them also like a lion. So I need to be, I have to be tender with him and love him well, but I also have to be strong. So I say all that to say that, um, you know, they might be grumpy in the morning. They might get angry, but you can't be that way. Be firm about what needs to get done. Make mornings easier on yourself by doing the ta- some tasks the night before and possibly putting on music in the morning for you both um, so y'all can have a more peaceful environment. Also coffee. <laughs> some eight children don't mind breaking a few rules. Surprise, surprise. This can make training them to get school on time or to get started on the day difficult. See if you can make your school experience or your morning routine more attractive by giving them extra activities like some sort of sport after school or when the day is done, or dance, or something that gets their body moving. Um, That'll also allow them to exert their energy. Sometimes asserter-style children can get frustrated because they have so much pent-up energy and nowhere to put it because they're told all day long to follow rules, to sit down, to do this and do that. They're always told what to do, but they need an outlet to where they feel like they are in control over their bodies. You may need to be more involved in your child's day at school keeping track of whether or not their needs are being met at school. While this child may have difficulty developing good study habits, they will need to learn to stick to homework routines. They may protest loudly. That's a nice way of saying that they might yell and throw a fit. (laughs) But you will need to stick to your guns. The best time is usually right after school. Parents need to be clear and consistent about what they and the teacher expect, and parents should check or have someone else check that their child is finished with their homework before they go out and play. All right, last but not least, we have the type 9 peacemaker child. They might have trouble getting to school if there is something wrong. They may have difficulty telling you directly what's wrong. If they are seemingly anxious about their school day, make an effort to find out why. Are they getting enough sleep? Are they taking an expressed anger out on you or the teacher? Or unexpressed anger? out on you or the teacher. Uh, Maybe they have inertia and they don't want to stop doing what they're doing, whether in motion or at rest. If they're focused on something, they usually want to keep plowing through whatever it is. It may help to play their favorite music while they are getting ready for school, um, have a delicious breakfast ready, or after they're, um, for after they're done with everything else. Remember, if you nag these children, they are going to get very stubborn and they're going to dig in their heels and um, be, you know, make a per- protest. With their study habits, some peacemaker-style children get right down to business and study with enthusiasm. Encourage those who don't do their homework at the same time every day um, to do so. And they might get more done when they get into that habit of doing it at the same time every day. Because type 9s um, thrive off of routine. So if they... If they are floundering around because they don't have a consistent routine, help them to set one. Sometimes they don't know how to prioritize, and you have to kind of help them know this is most important right now and this is least important. So get the most important things done, and then, you know, you're free to go do the least important things. Well, I hope this was helpful. Remember, routines are there to serve you. 
So if you need to change up your routine, don't feel like you need to stick to something if it's not serving you well, if it's not serving your family. You are not a slave to the routine. You're not a slave to um, whatever everyone else thinks that you should be doing. Make sure that your routines and the systems that you have in your house serve you and your family. Don't look to the left. Don't look to the right. Stop looking on Instagram and seeing what everybody else is doing, unless it's helpful to you. But make sure your routine serves you. Sit down with your family. Have an open conversation about maybe what's not going well and what is going well and what changes they can make. If your kids feel like they can have some buy-in about what goes on in the house, they are much more likely to engage and be open and have conversation. And it's so important to start that when they're young because the older they are, the less likely they are going to feel safe and to engage with you. So make sure at a young age you are teaching your, your, their, your children excuse me, that they have buy-in into the say of the family. Um, that you are not just a dictator who is constantly telling them what to do. Um, while I do believe that obviously parents um, need to have control over their children, I do believe that if you are more compassionate with them, more understanding that um, you're going to get a whole lot more accomplished um, while you are training them and helping them until they leave the house. So we want we want to teach them how to be responsible adults. And part of that is knowing how to make the right decisions. So if you let them be a part of the decision-making process in your family, this is going to go a long way. Remember, do things that not only just work in the moment, but do things that are going to last because when your children leave the house, we don't want them floundering around like, um, you know, still acting like children, but very much adults, not sure what to do or what decisions to make or what next step to take. We are training them. Just remember that you are like a sergeant <laughs> and your children are in training. So you are here to train them and love them well and send them off to make a difference in the world. They're not going to stay in your house forever, so stop acting like they are and get to training, mom and dad, okay? Well, I hope this was helpful. Make sure you go share it with someone who also needs to hear this. Um, I'm going to be listening to this over again because I need to listen to my own advice about how to set better routines for my kids and for my family so I can set them up for success. Before we end this time here together today, I just want to offer you a scripture and a blessing over you. The scripture I want to read is from Joshua 1.9. It says, Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. And then the blessing I'd like to read over you is called For the Traveler, because anytime we make a change, it's like make, making a journey. And so I believe right now that many of us, as we make changes to our routines or to our daily lives that we are on a journey and so I just want to read this over you every time you leave home another road takes you into a world you were never in new strangers on other paths await new places that have never seen you will startle a little at your entry old places that know you well will pretend nothing changed since your last visit when you travel you find yourself alone in a different way more attentive now to the self you bring along. Your more subtle eye watching you abroad and how you and how what meets you touches that part of the heart that lies low at home. 
how you unexpectedly attune to the timbre in some voice, opening a conversation you want to take in to where your longing has pressed hard enough inward on some unsaid dark to create a crystal of insight. You could not have known you needed to illuminate your way. When you travel, a new silence goes with you, and if you listen, you will hear what your heart would love to say. A journey can become a sacred thing. Make sure before you go to take the time to bless your going forth, to free your heart of blast so that the compass of your soul might direct you toward the territories of spirit where you will discover more of your hidden life and the urgencies that deserve to claim you. May you travel in an awakened way, gathering gathered wisely into your inner ground that you may not waste the invitations which wait along the way to transform you. May you travel safely, arrive refreshed, and live your time away to its fullest. Return home more enriched and free to balance the gift of days which call you. Amen. Thank you so much for joining me today on The Enya Mom. It's always an honor to share this space with you. Make sure you take just a minute to go review this podcast. It helps it get out into the world and help others know that it's here. Also, go find me on Instagram or Facebook as Kendra A. Green. I would love to chat with you, and there's more Enneagram goodness there. I hope to see you there. I will talk to you next week on The Enya Mom.